Welcome to Myths, Murders, and Monsters. We're your hosts, Alyssa. And I'm Kelsey. And today's episode is Cryptids. We can't have an episode of Cryptids without the world's hide-and-seek champion himself, Bigfoot. And it's natural to talk about Bigfoot first because you are in love with Bigfoot. You're right. I am. It's kind <laughs> of that, but it's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. We talk about him all the time. We do. <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> so <guess> what... <laughs> So where did your obsession with Bigfoot start? Because I don't think you've actually ever told me your apparent Bigfoot sighting. Yes, I did have um, what I call a Bigfoot sighting. Um, So back in middle school, I was going to an early morning dentist appointment. And that's how I know it was in middle school because I had braces and I was a really big nerd. But that's beside the point. (laughs) So we were driving the back roads of good old rural Iowa and we were driving along and I like look out my window and my mom said that my face just went completely white and I was just sitting there like, what the fuck is that? So she literally (laughs) slams on her brakes in the car as we're driving along. Thankfully, there was no one around. Right. She was like, what are you looking at? And I was like, I, I think I just saw like a llama, but with like, (laughs) with like sharp teeth and it like was running alongside the car. And the only thing that my mind could process was it was this giant black llama with sharp teeth. Oh. And so we turned the car around and we're like looking for this thing. And as we're like looking, my brain like fully processed what I saw. And it wasn't like a llama. It was like. This critter had been running on, like, all fours beside the car because there was this huge ditch. Okay, I was going to ask, was he on the road or in the trees? He was in the ditch, like, in this field, in the middle of this field. And in order for me to be able to, would have been able to, like, see this creature, they would have had to have stand up, like, they would have had to have stand up because the ditch was so deep that, like, a regular, like, four-legged animal, you would have been A regular llama. Because apparently I thought it was a llama at the time. Um, you wouldn't have been able to see it. So I like as I'm processing this, I'm like, oh my god, it like it definitely stood up. I made eye contact with this thing, it like bared its teeth at me, and then it like turned around and ran into the woods. Ew. Yeah, it was the most, like, single most terrifying thing that I've ever seen. And my mom and I, like, still talk about it to this day. This was, like, back in 2005, I think. 2000-something. 2000-something, early 2000s. And we still talk about it, trying to figure out what it was. And then, like, as I furthered my Bigfoot knowledge, I was listening to some podcasts, and a lot of people have experienced something similar. Now, the theory is that Bigfoot, Big Feet, uh, whatever (laughs) Bigfoot is, I don't know what you want to call the plural of them. um, (laughs) They are different colors. So the one that I saw was like really dark fur, like almost black. And apparently that's a sign of like a juvenile Bigfoot. Okay. I guess. That's interesting. I've never heard of that. Right. I I didn't know that until I started listening to podcasts and doing like research on critters in my area because I was like trying to come up with all of these other things that it could be 
besides right. Bigfoot. So wait, so when you were in middle school at that time, did you know about B- Bigfoot or was that your first experience? And when you were looking up things that it could be, Bigfoot popped up? I mean, my uncle was always into like cryptids and everything. So like I had heard of Bigfoot, but okay. like living in rural Iowa and like growing up in the country, that's not something that you really talk about because let's be honest, all the animals there are like farm animals. Right. So I'm trying to process like, do we have bears there? Like, is it a llama? Like a really weird looking llama? They're like, <laughs> you and the point, llama. <laughs> the only thing I could think of was a damn llama. <laughs> and at one point I had convinced myself that there was a mad scientist living in the wooded <laughs> area. And it was like this hybrid creature. That I had, mean, like, could it happen? Lo and behold, there were no, like, mad scientists in the area. That's unfortunate. <laughs> that I know of. So. so did your mom agree that she thought it was Bigfoot? So she didn't see it. She saw, like, the outline, like, running back into the woods. But mm-hmm. she didn't see it, like, up, like, how I saw it. Because, thankfully, she was, like, driving on the road looking, paying attention. Right. Minus when she slammed on the brakes. Because, you know. And so, like. She doesn't know what it is. She thought maybe it was like a black bear or something. But we don't have black bear. Like, there's no black bear in Iowa. So, like. But so she did see something running into the woods. Yes. Yes. So she saw something. She just doesn't know what it was. And, like, I remember this thing, like, looking dead at me. And it smiled. And it had these, like, sharp canine, like, kind of like monkey teeth or, like, gorilla teeth. When you think of the really big, like, pointy canine teeth, that's what it looked like. And like scary. Yes. It was, like, forever ingrained into my head of this thing, like, looking directly at me, standing up and smiling. Oh. Like, like, can it take on cars? Like, that was, that's when my fascination began of, like, could this thing, like, have taken on our car? Like, was I in, like, legitimate danger? Right. That's pretty wild. Yes. Yes. So needless to say, that is when my first obsession with Bigfoot started. And then I started digging into like the lore and everything. And it just went from there. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I've ever had any experiences like that, but I know I've heard of so many like other people's encounters and I'm just waiting for one of my own, but at the same time, I don't want one of my own. (laughs) I mean, I think you have to be more worried about, like, the Florida stunk ape down there or whatever. Yeah, I, I've honestly got plenty of to worry about down here, so. Yeah, I don't. Do. I don't need Bigfoot coming to Florida. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Unless he's taking some things out with him. I mean, honestly, just come get rid of all the gators or something. Who knows? Yeah. Well, I think the most infamous sighting of Bigfoot was the one in California. There's actually been a lot in California. Yes, California, I guess, is like the Bigfoot capital capital of the world. Yes. And I mean, I understand because there's like Mount, there's like really good terrain for Bigfoot to hide. Bigfoot, my bad. I think if I was Bigfoot, I would go to California. Honestly, or the Pacific Northwest. Like, that's where I would. I love chilling in the the woods up there. Somewhere with woods, mountains, the sea, you got everything all in one. Yes, yes. So what do you think about the, um, I think it was Northern California on Bluff Creek 
was like yes. the most infamous like filmmaker the filmmakers caught a picture of it yes yes so that was the first like physical evidence that I saw well quote-unquote evidence that I saw and it was the Patterson Gimlin film and you're right it happened in Northern California on Bluff Creek and for those of you who don't know what this film is you need to go look it up right now (laughs) but these people like these these this like group of people were out like in Bluff Creek they had had like strange experiences so they kind of like took their camera out were filming and coincidentally enough they capture this large ape-like humanoid thing walking across the creek oh i'd be so scared right i would be like oh um hello like what do i do (laughs) and like in in the film it like turns and looks at them like you know like it has this like really big gaping like i don't even know what gate that's the word that i'm like thinking of and arms are like swinging and it like turns and it looks at the camera and then it just keeps going Hmm. and yeah right like insane it doesn't like interact with them which makes me think like are they just used to humans right because you would think that it would it would do something besides just be like walking la-di-da like it's on a nature hike but here's the thing if it is so used to humans that it just walks by them so naturally without running like from being scared or attacking from being afraid how like why would there not be more sightings of this bigfoot because i'm sure that's a popular area to hike yes that's a good question i i have thoughts on why we don't see them but we can get in that into that a little bit later so back to this footage now it's like one of the most clearest images of bigfoot like we're looking at it right now. You can see it, right? Yeah, we'll link it below for everyone else to see, too. Yes. But, like, it literally looks like this fuzzy, really tall ape-like creature. Right. Now, with this footage, they got a lot of, like, hate for it. because like people thinking that it was faked? Yes. Because how could it be that they were at the right place at the right time to see this critter and it turn and look at them and then just keep going. Yeah. Well, that's so, the whole thing about sightings, though, is that it is right place, right time type of situations. This is true. This is true. Now, I did hear one crazy theory about this that I kind of want to get into for a second. Okay. Um, so, allegedly, uh, through all of the Bigfoot and Sasquatch podcasts that I've listened to, allegedly, they caught this... Bigfoot, they think that this Bigfoot was a female, Mm -hmm. and they caught the baby, and they were keeping the baby hostage in order to kind of make this Bigfoot do what they wanted. Oh, that seems like a smart idea. I mean, I would not want to tempt fate with that, but okay. Right. So, yes, that is one of the most infamous sightings in California. Okay. So, speaking of Bigfoot videos, Kelsey, do you want to tell us about the second one we've got on our list today? Yes. So, the second one is the Marble Mountain Bigfoot video. And this is probably one of my favorite Bigfoot videos because it's so long and you kind of get, like, multiple angles. Yeah. I watched it earlier and I was just like, what? I mean, 
So let's, so to start, and we'll link the video for everyone to see, but to start, it was a group of about, I think, 15 campers. It was like a youth group and the leader was recording and they're zooming in on this creature type thing that's walking down the mountain. And it's a good distance away. If you watch the video, I mean, they, he has to zoom in pretty far. But what gets me the most about the video is that they are so nonchalant about this apparent Bigfoot fairly close to their camp. They are. They really are. That was what was shocking to me. They're like, oh, hey, Bigfoot. Like, it wasn't a big deal. And then, like, earlier in the video, they kind of show, like, they've stumbled upon this camp type thing. Yeah. And, like, they were kind of showing how, like, the trees weren't broken by an axe or a saw or anything which is wild to me because I've heard stories of like Bigfoot pulling trees up from the root and like forming arches and stuff. But this was like a well-made shelter. It was, it was. And they're just so nonchalant about it. And I mean, the kids are funny because, you know, they don't, they don't understand, but the adults, if it were me, I would be getting out of there so quick. Yes. And they're like, surprisingly, like three days later, well, we're still here. And I'm just like, uh, no. Yeah. That would have been it for me. And, like, at one point, someone was like, is the Bigfoot coming towards us? Right? And none of them were, none of them were scared. They're like, okay, cool. They acted like it was a common thing. But let's talk about, like, the actual Bigfoot itself. So the way, whatever this was, was walking down the mountain there's just no way in my mind that it could have been a human. Same. Agreed. I was looking at the stride of it and the stride is just huge. And we have to remember that this, like they zoomed in really close to this thing. Like you can see like a snowy bank that they had to zoom over. I'm honestly, I'm surprised they saw it in the first place. I'm surprised too, because it was so far. And I guess the angle was just, it, it hit it in perfect lighting that, the creature was against the sky so they could kind of make out something moving but yeah I mean they had to zoom in far to get that so it was pretty blurry but the arms were so long too yes they pointed that out like how the arms are like down by the knees which is a common theme that I've heard other people who've encountered Bigfoot talk about is that their arms are super long yes I just don't see what else it could be. And these people, you know, at some point they were saying that the Bigfoot kind of stopped to look at them. I, they said a lot of things that it was like jumping up and down and like shaking. It. But I didn't see that in the video. <laughs> like it kind of, But it did look like it kind of had stopped and was staring at them and maybe even walking a little bit towards them at some point. I think my favorite comment from the the video was, Oh, he probably thinks there's a group of Bigfoot down here. Some teenage kid that said that. And I was like, yep, you're right. That he probably thinks that you're fellow Bigfoot. Right. Exactly what he's thinking. But it was funny that they just sat there like, oh, he's he looks so mad. At that point, I would have been running the opposite direction. I know. If anyone told me that Bigfoot looked mad at me, I'd just like, I'm sorry, bro. I gotta go. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way that would have been me out there, but hey, they got a good video. They did, they did. I'm looking at like stills from the Patterson Gimlin film, and then I'm looking at the still from the Marble Mountain film, and the like the posture 
of this creature look, they look almost identical. Yeah, they do. And, you know, I don't know how long Bigfoots are supposed to live, but this camp is actually only about 30 miles from where that photo was taken. No way. Yeah. No way. So it would have had to been, I mean, it was like, what, 40 years later or something like that? Yeah, something like that. But, you know, I don't know how long they live for. Wild. I need to know this. Like, what is the average lifespan of a Bigfoot? Not only that, but how many are there? Like, are they reproducing at what rate? And they have to be. are there families just like in different, like very secluded areas? Or are there more than we even realize? I feel like they are in little herds. Like, they're just little families. Yeah. Similar to, like, other herd-like animals. They have, like, the leader group, the the alpha male, and then just sub-families living in this pack. That's my opinion. I don't know. And thinking about it more, I don't know what else realistically could live in the area that this video was filmed. Right, right. Because he was far up in the mountains. He was. He was high up in the mountains. You can see that there's snow. It doesn't look like there's a backpack or anything. Like, if it was a human, you, I feel like you'd be able to tell that it was a human. It would have It would have been a lot smaller. smaller. And, like, I don't even know if they would have noticed it. Yeah, I, I don't know that they would have. Whoever spotted that has eagle vision. I just, I want to know, were they using like a telescope? A telescope, binoculars. I don't know who carries a telescope out with them, but you know. Well, it almost seems like they were. It actually, now that I'm thinking about it, is kind of weird because they had stumbled upon the camp, and then Are they did going? see that Bigfoot in the distance, like right after they stumbled upon the camp. Are you going towards the? It was too convenient. I mean, well, it kind of just clicked in my head that I'm like, wait. They were at the camp, and then all of a sudden, someone was like, there's a Bigfoot right there. But we don't know from the time that they stumbled to the camp if the Bigfoot suddenly appeared. Like, we don't know the time frame of it. No, but they suddenly saw it. We see them at the camp, but we don't know if there was, like, a pause in the recording, and then they you could tell it, it was like a it was like a straight recording. You could tell I mean, they didn't pause. I mean, editing. Yeah, was, but a there wasn't that great of editing back then, and b it was in twenty two thousand one. Yes, and have you seen the movies made from then versus now? I mean, I'm yeah. not saying it couldn't Lord happen. But I'm saying it seemed like a very straight shot video. Lord of the Rings, Kelsey. Okay, I, I'm just saying I was very convinced, and now like. It just kind of flipped in my head. Like, wait a minute. They did stumble upon that. And then someone was like, hey, there's a Bigfoot literally right there. I mean, it almost is reminiscent of the Patterson-Gimlin film, Right Place, Right Time. Yeah. Or do you not believe in coinky dinks? I do, but that did just kind of put a little bit of doubt in my mind. I know you had like this aha moment. I did. I really did. I was super for it. And then I was like, wait. I'm still for it. I'm I, still I for it. I want to still be for it. I do want to still be for it. But 
That was I, I just don't know how they could have faked it. Right. They would have had to been communicating with super long range walkie talkies to tell if it was a human to tell the person up there. All right, go. You know? Yeah. But again, we had talked about the terrain and it just feels like that terrain would have been impossible for a normal average sized human person. Yeah. And it didn't look like a, like a bear or anything. Do you know any bears that walk on two legs continuously? Yes, there are bears that do that. But for the entire time, this is a seven minute video. Have you seen a seven minute video? Right, of a but bear? It wasn't a seven. The whole thing wasn't on him for the whole seven minutes. Editing. Right, that's what I'm saying. So they could they could have been like panned away when it was on its foreleg. Mm. I don't think it was no. a bear. I'm just saying the shape. The shape it doesn't look like a bear. It 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 honestly looks. Again, the posture honestly looks like the Bigfoot from the Patterson Gimlin film. Well, which... I do think a lot of Bigfoots kind of generally look alike. So what's like the what's like the main description of a Bigfoot? The main description. That's a good question. The main description of a Bigfoot is a large, hairy, human-like, mythical creature. (laughs) That is the main description of the Bigfoot. And then it goes into more detail of its large, muscular, a bipedal, human or ape-like creature covered in black, dark, or brown, reddish hair. Hmm. That doesn't help me with this in, in this instance because we can't see what color of hair it has. Right. And then the estimated height. Guess what the estimated height of a Bigfoot is? 12 foot. Wrong. What? The average estimated height is 6 to 9 feet. Oh. But there are some who believe that they can be upwards of 10 to 15 feet, which makes me think that maybe those are like the alpha Bigfoots. Yeah. Yeah. So... I don't know. It is suspicious. It is a little bit suspicious. Definitely. But these two, I feel like, are pretty convincing. Yeah, these, I'm sold with these. Now, people like to say, well, if there's Bigfoot, why is there no evidence? But there is evidence. There have been people who have been, like, collecting footprints over the years. Mm-hmm. Like making impressions of them and selling them. And so for the ones that are like skeptic and say that there's no evidence, there is. It's whether or not you believe it. Now I'm looking at a picture here and it looks like a giant monkey foot. But it's, it's in the snow. It's in the snow, yes. And it looks like there's a pitchfork next to it to show the size. Yeah, like an ice pick kind of thing. Yes. That is huge. Like, that looks like it's, like, a size 20 foot. Right. And so that was captured by um, a British explorer who, fun fact, later, that picture was sold for $5,000. To who? <laughs> I don't know who bought it. <laughs> but mm. it was sold for two thousand uh, in 2014 for f- almost $5,000. Like, the original image? Yes. That is insane. Right. So there, I mean, clearly there are people who really believe in these things. Right. Which is wild. Wild. There are a bunch more sightings. The leading theory behind these sightings, 
What do you think it is? So there's a lot of conspiracies, whether or not Bigfoot is some type of hybrid government experiment gone wrong, mm-hmm. um, which fair. Um, there's a lot of speculation, whether it's from an another planet, like an alien type situation. Yes. Um, what do you think? So the leading theory that I have heard over the years is that it's just a bunch of people dressed up in gorilla suits running around the woods. <laughs> just messing with people. Messing with people. And that's so I kind why, of like that theory. <laughs> and that's why you never see them is just because it's people messing with other people. Do I believe that? No. I mean, it's a funny theory, but no, I do not believe that it is humans dressed up as gorillas running around in the woods. I feel like there's a flaw in that, in that humans can only be so big and be so fast and hide so well. If if that was true, there would be, there would have been uncoverings, many uncoverings by now. Yes. If that was true, there'd be a lot more evidence. And like, I've been watching videos, like the breakdowns of like the Patterson-Gimlin footage and that type of stuff. And they do like, 3d rendering of the gate of their walk and like uh-huh. their like leg span is like six or seven feet a normal oh, person cannot like their legs don't spread that far apart right walk there's that. no way to fake that no so i as you know am a believer in cryptids i believe in bigfoot yes i've had people ask me like well it, where, why is there no evidence you see there are a couple of theories that I have about this. One, they live in the mountains. Like, they have their, like, own society underneath the mountains, and they only come out to, like, forage and get supplies. And that's why you don't see them. Now, my boyfriend likes to argue with me and say, but there would be evidence of, like, dwindling deer population, for example, if they are carnivores. hmm But... How do we know that they're carnivores? We don't. Also, we don't have an accurate reading of like the deer population in every forest in the Pacific Northwest. That's true. Well, and I mean, think of Alaska, for example, 90% of Alaska is uninhibited. Exactly. So you have no clue what's out there. Exactly. And then the next theory, and this was my uncle's theory, is that Bigfoot is an inter- like intergalactic being mm-hmm. who um the reason that they can't be seen is because they have technology to like bl- like camouflage kind of like a chameleon they can blend in with their surroundings that's Which, interesting right that is a very interesting thought now maybe he's not far off because there are some videos where it takes you a while to be able to see where they are but it could just be that their their coloring just matches the terrain as an adaptation and evolution throughout right, the Right, they kind of blend in with their surroundings. Yes, it's a survival technique. The last theory that I heard, and this has come from like a lot of Sasquatch podcasts, is that the government is protecting them. Yes, I've so heard that too. They've relocated like all of them into national forests they have that area protected and anyone in the area who has said that they've encountered it 
and had evidence has had weird encounters with like military groups and like government type people who essentially say that they need to get rid of their footage or something bad's going to happen to them and their family. Oh. Yeah. Why they're protecting the Bigfoot, I don't know. They're working with the Bigfoot. They're <laughs> working with the Bigfoot, oh my God. So, but let's be honest, if we're going to bank on something, I think the government hiding something from us is probably a good bet to bank on. Yes. Now, the last out there theory that I believed in at one time, because I also believe in aliens and like the intergalactic alliance, right. is that Bigfoot, along with all other cryptids, are sent here as their form of prison. And that's, oh. why, there that's why there aren't so many. Because they're the worst of the worst and they're just sent here to live out the rest of their days on our, on our planet. So you would think, though, that there would be a lot more Bigfoot attacks than if that were the case. They I would mean, just be kind of causing chaos if they were the worst of the worst Bigfoots. You would think, but maybe they're being, like, subdued in a way. Like, we can't let people know that this is what we're actually doing. So they're, like, prison guards keep them in line. Oh, my hmm. God, what if the government's their prison guards? <laughs> I mean, hey, maybe <laughs> we're on to something here. I, I figured it out. We figured it out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's only taken me 34 years to figure right. it out. <laughs> Obviously, that's the answer. So I think it's interesting because these Bigfoot sightings started what? Back in as early as the 1800s. There's been reports of Bigfoot, right? Right. Well, before- obviously, the the way people communicate now is much different. The way people see the world is much different. People can travel like they used to not be able to travel as easily as we can travel. And mm-hmm. they couldn't document things as easily or spread information as easily. Mm-hmm. So, which, so it only makes sense that more Bigfoot sightings are, you know, happening now than ever before. Yes. Agreed. So Agreed. my question is... Why are there not more, you know? Like, I know you talked about maybe they could be invisible and things like that. But you would think, you know, with how many people go to these national parks and such now? I think that it is a, your mind can only process what you believe. Yeah. If it's something that's so out of the ordinary for you, your brain is going to associate it with something that you already know. So like with me and the llama thing. <laughs> the llama. We're back with the llama. <laughs> I understand the llama. It's the llama um, running, running for its life. <laughs> but honestly, like you're, that's how your brain works. Right. So that's that's fair. That, like these Bigfoot are like literally like walking side by side and people are like, oh, it's a tree. Like, you know, they're not really. Yeah, well, and the big yeah, and especially if the Bigfoot would pause or something—not pause, but you know, like freeze when it saw humans, or maybe they are more intelligent than we're giving them credit for, and they are very good at hiding and eluding humans. I think that they are intelligent. There are stories out there where they've had like communications with Bigfoot, and that like one of the primary ways that Bigfoot talks to other Bigfoot in the forest is like they knock on trees. I don't know if you've heard this, but it's called like tree knocking. Okay. And they like whoop at people. They go whoop, whoop. Mm. That was my Bigfoot impression. You're welcome. That was really good. 
Yes. <laughs> I've been practicing. <laughs> Just for this. To me, I think that that shows a higher level of intelligence. Yeah. Well, it shows it shows them they're they've adapted to their surroundings, so they're they're capable of communicating. They're capable of living in the wild and surviving. They're capable of evolution. Yes, which is important because you know that's how they survive. It's kind of important. It's kind of it's kind of an important thing. Um, (laughs) And then there's instances of like them leaving like rocks and like trinket things out for people. Okay. That have like shown respect, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how you show respect to a Bigfoot. I would think that you just don't look it in the eye and you're like, hi. And then just walk away. <laughs> just keep moving, yeah. You know, I don't know. Don't chase it. Obviously not. And then people are like, well, with, with this day and age, why are there not like, why are people not taking, taking pictures on their phone? And That's so my question. Because... It's the same with the aliens. It's the same with the aliens. Like, why are why is every photo and every video so blurry? Like, can we get a good picture of a UFO already? I mean, no. No, we can't. It's easily explainable to me because, like, with what I saw, I didn't pull out my phone right away because I was so stunned at what I was seeing. Well, yeah, and, and yours was, like, kind of like a brief moment. But these people who are in the woods and taking a seven-minute video... Maybe the reason that all of these are blurry is that they're like quickly getting out their phones to get it and then they're gone. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Especially if they do all of a sudden like hibernate into the background. Hibernate? You know what I mean. That's the <laughs> word I'm looking for. <laughs> Blend in. No, but I'm looking for a specific word. Camouflage? Camouflage into the background. I mean, that works, but that's not what I was looking for. All right, fine, hybrid. <laughs> what am I, what word am I, that's going to drive me crazy now? Well, you see, we're not going to go down this road because every time we think of a word <laughs> and we try to say it, we just mess it up. So we're not going to go down this road. <laughs> what am I thinking of? So what are your thoughts? Do you think Bigfoot is real or no? I think it's a fair chance that it's real. Um, I would like to believe that all these cryptids are real and I definitely think some weird shit goes down in the forest. Yes. So I think my vote is going to have to be yes because in my opinion just because there's no solid evidence doesn't mean that doesn't mean that there's that it's not there. Exactly. If that makes I'm, sense. Very, I'm very much a seeing is believing kind of person and until I see until like I have physical proof I can't say that it doesn't exist because I've never seen it. Just yes. because I've never seen it doesn't mean that it's not there. Right. And the fact that the sightings have ha- have been around for so long and they're all generally the same descriptions. That leans, let, lends credence toward as well. Because and, that, and that's before the internet came around where anyone could just look up the description and say the exact same. They saw the exact same thing. Exactly. Exactly. It's kind of those things like with every myth, mythical creature, there's something behind it. And yes. in every culture, there is a form of Bigfoot. Yes. So clearly, they're seeing something. We right. just know what it is. Right. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. So maybe, you know, humans gave the name 
to Bigfoot. Right. And that, you know, it may be something real out there that we just don't know. I mean, how there are discoveries still today of animals that, you know, new discoveries of animals today that no one has ever heard of. And they've just been hiding, especially in the ocean, because so much of the ocean is unexplored. Well, who's to say that there isn't some type of creature out there that humans just haven't discovered yet? you know my thoughts on the ocean. I know your thoughts on the ocean, yes. So that'll be a different episode. (laughs) Well, friends, that brings us to the end of our cryptids episode. If you have any encounters with cryptids that you'd like to share with us, drop them in the comments and we will talk about it. And don't forget to like and subscribe. We will be talking about all things myths, murders, and monsters. Until next time. Bye. (laughs) Bye.